Hey, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters. At a time when society is undergoing massive transnational change, when deep divisions are fracturing our society, we wanted to make sure we didn't lose sight of the little things that separate us. So this is a show for quibbles and quirks and the quotidian things that we disagree on. Every episode, we'll figure out a bone of contention among our four guests, which will split them into teams of two. Each team will then square off in a pop culture battle royale to determine whose dumb opinion is right. You want to do it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's go for it. Go yeah. For it. This is Troubled Waters. Our first contestant has just released his debut comedy album. Oh it's our goodness. comic. This one's about me, you guys. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's so funny, Luke. Luke, no. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me in, in my sure. debut. It's all out there. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's all true. It, yeah. There's a story in there. <laughs> it's a real guitar. It's a real it's guitar. A real guitar. And I do. I am married to a snake. I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, your story of being robbed. That actually is true. I cannot it's an intense thing. Do you have a full hour? <laughs> Don't have a full hour. All I can say is go to the streaming service of your choice, or better yet, to a record store. Go, yeah. There are no hard copies made. There are so no hard. Don't stay go to on a record computer and okay. yeah. But you yeah. can also like buy it from your, your yeah. Apple Music. Oh or sure, whatever. In, anywhere where you can get it online. Yeah, fantastic. It's, it's it's available. Our next contestant is the head writer of Troubled Waters. Yeah, stepping in, designated hitter. Yeah, for I the night. Threw my contestant shirt on, jumped right in the studio. And we're delighted to have her. Riley Silverman. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're both just back from our first Comic Cons. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I'm I I think I'm good on it. I think I, I'm good <laughs> on it forever. I feel like I'm gonna go back. Yeah. But I actually definitely want to try to like book work when I'm down there, like either yeah. like doing interviews or some sort of things. Cause I definitely yeah. I, I feel like after about four hours of just wandering the floor, I'm like, I need something yeah. to do with my time. That's you more productive fill that than time. this. You like, got to fill that time. Uh, I have already told one of our contestants this story, but there was a moment when I was on uh on Fifth Street, which is super crowded. It's all the people who didn't get tickets to the con who are just roaming around and going to see the you know, the fucking uh, the, 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 the Goldberg's activation or yeah. whatever that's going on outside. And there was a moment where... Oh, yeah, my favorite fantasy series, yeah. the Goldberg's. Well, you know what? To, I make, mean, to be fair, you may find it. There was a Brooklyn Nine-Nine and oh, like, yeah. there was an NBC comedy diner with like Seinfeld posters and stuff. Yeah, in the right. I'm sure there was like a Madam Secretary panel or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah I, love, not, I love comics like Seinfeld. Hey, Leone, yeah. a cosplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was a moment where to the, uh, to the left of me was uh, a well-organized anti-vax uh, uh, protest. Yeah, with the V-mask. With the V-mask. Sure. In front of me was a church with a giant sign that said, uh, spoiler alert, you're going to hell. <laughs> and That's then, pretty good. Uh, that was in front of me. Like and then that. to the right, a very detailed and and realistic, such as it is, uh, Venom costume, guy in a Venom costume with the big giant jaw and the big scary teeth and the big crazy forked tongue. Um, like, doing, right? For... A one-year-old in a stroller who was visibly traumatized, oh and yeah. the and the parents were just there, just thinking it was the funniest thing That's they ever saw. Part of it, uh, <laughs> like they earned are, that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we bought voice. tickets for this. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, that voice you just heard was the person I told that story to. Thank you for sitting through it a second time, Sarah June. 
That's me. My How pleasure. How are you? I'm good. Great story. Thanks. I just can't stop thinking about the Venom guy. I know. Just kind of marionette. Yeah. Marionetting in front of a baby. In front of a Is that why you went to- That guy flew to San Diego. Or was on a train. I, my trains mm. there and back were still full of Yodas and, oh, and Pikachus and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yodas yeah. and Pikachus. But you're telling me that someone who went to Comic-Con with a full-on Venom cosplay didn't pick up on social cues that it wasn't a good or nice <laughs> Maybe thing not. to do to a baby? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Sarah, you uh, you host High Priestess. I do. Tell us about it. Uh, it is a uh, monthly comedy show. It is tarot and weed themed. Uh, oh. And I co-host it with Bree Pruitt. Do you know her? <gasps> I do because she's right here. I'm a pro. How are you? <laughs> Good. So it's tarot and weed themed. Yes. yes. High Priestess, get it? No, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we now have a podcast, the High Priestess Comedy Podcast, where we oh, smoke fun. weed and talk about tarot with uh, comedians who are on our show. Oh, wow. It's very fun. That's great. Yeah. it's uh, the, the podcast starts out real tight and then we get high and it just falls apart <laughs> and, and just every wheels, single time we record it. Yeah. Well, we've gotten our guests like way too high. Yeah. It's a great comedy. It's very fun device. It's fun yeah. for us. Uh, all right, so let's figure out how to uh, how to divide into teams. And there's just something that's been on my mind. I don't know if this is going to work, but let's talk about it. Linus or Lucy, Luke? Oh, Lucy is more fun because if Linus's whole thing is just like grow the fuck up, yeah, it, that's his entire character. Is He's yeah. a grow baby the Luke. fuck up. I know, but grow the fuck up. <laughs> Leave the blanket at home. Give me Lucy. Give me the mean fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really? I'm going Linus mm-hmm. as someone who just left Comic Con. I think that I have an element of like I yeah. like the comforting things from my childhood that make sure. me feel good. But also Linus is someone who's constantly dropping in wisdom bombs throughout the that course of that true. series. And yeah, he's and adorable. Linus would never hold a football and pull it away like a jerk. No, so. he wouldn't. Linus or Lucy? Lucy. Yeah? I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Lucy's Lucy's, Lucy's a fun. Scorpio. so <laughs> For sure. She's got big, big Scorpio, Scorpio energy. energy. Yeah, She really does. Yeah. Unlicensed therapist. And she can uh, prescribe meds. She can prescribe meds. She's she's an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh. she's, uh, she's a free thinker, you know? She's an innovator. She's a disruptor, you know? She's always yeah. disrupting the football thing. Sure. She's like, you're going to kick the... What if I didn't, you know... And uh, mainly I just respect that she has, like, turned this dependent, depressed guy into just a constant source of both income and entertainment for her. Mm -hmm. She's a fin dom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Did I know Sarah was going to go with the brunette bitch? Yes, (laughs) I did. I'm I'm with Linus because he's got big Pisces energy. Yeah. He's a sweet sweet boy. He wants Mm -hmm. the comforts of home. And you know what? Uh, Yeah, he does want the comforts of home. I like a blanket. Who doesn't like a blanket? I love a blanket. And also... Um, time and place, time and place. He, if, you, if you see a grown person walking around with a blanket, you go like, "Ooh, no!" Okay, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't it. hate the homeless like you do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, if I, I mean, see someone with a blanket, I, I say, that "Good job, you yeah. made it out today. Mm-hmm. Great uh-huh. for you. Yeah. Good job. Congrats." What is a hoodie but a blanket for an adult? Linus yeah. is napping. the kind of boy I would date, grown up. You know, okay. You're, you're philosophical. You're soft. I like it. Yeah. Bree and Riley are pro Linus. Sarah yes. and Luke pro Lucy. We have ourselves a game, my friends. Let's fucking do it. Keep your team names at the ready, which are Linus and Lucy. You might need them later for buzzing in. Yes. We're going to start the show with a little thing we like to call Win the News. The round in which we give you a news story. We ask you to take sides, even if it really is not a story with two sides to take. We want you to act like pundits, like shitty pundits on shitty cable news shows. So our story comes to us from Nevada, which might seem like a lawless, hedonistic paradise, and it kind of is, but it has one law. On the books concerning HOV or carpool lanes, it was recently clarified that drivers wishing to use the high occupancy vehicle lanes must ensure that the other person in the car with them is in fact alive and not a dead body. 
Uh, we are not describing uh, the inevitable crossover of Weekend at Bernie's in the Fast and Furious franchise. Instead, it was an actual hearse driver who got pulled over and was told by officers that the cadaver in the back of the vehicle did not qualify as a separate passenger. So I'm going to assign both teams a position on this story. They will each get one minute to make their case, but because winning the news is not just about being right, it's about proving how wrong your opponent is, you'll also each get 30 seconds to rebut the other team. Team Linus, because I am actually leaning towards your side, I'm going to have you go first. I'm going to have you side with the man and tell us why having a cadaver in the car should not be qualification for an HOV Lane. Well, I'm going to start by saying this. I don't know who's ever in a bigger hurry than someone who has just killed somebody yes. and has a body in their car they need to get rid of. So yes. we've got to find a way, if nothing else, to stop to make that a little bit harder on them. Because I don't okay. want to make it convenient for these murderers to get to the grave somewhere in the, in the woods right now. Yeah, I'm yes. anti-murder too. Yeah. It's Las Vegas. It's very hot. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to move these bodies. They're yeah. not keeping. I do want to also say that the state acknowledges a passenger as a soul. So if you are an empty vessel, (laughs) you are not a person under the law. Yeah. And famously- But who decides who has a soul? The police. And uh, you have to There's a lot of precedent for that in their culture. I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well said. Changed my mind slightly. Uh, Team Lucy, you now have to take the opposite side. You have one minute to side against big breathing and tell us why you think corpses should count on America's HOV Autobahn. I believe that all bodies are beautiful and all bodies have mm. rights. Unlike <laughs> Team Linus, we are not pro-life. We are pro-choice. And that choice is to put a dead body in your car. Yep. If you are putting that amount of effort into getting into the HOV lane, you deserve to be there. I also think that if, if there is going to be any sort of meeting halfway, let's have the body ride shotgun. I think I, I agree that having something in the backseat non-visible stuffed in a box maybe yeah i yeah. understand but prop the dead body up in riding shotgun make it easy on the cops and yeah make sure. it easy on the cops that way they go okay this person at least cares enough to respect our laws in nevada uh yeah. go ahead and drive to the cat house or wherever the when hell does life uh, begin when does life end <laughs> you know? know we don't know just because a uh, spirit is gone doesn't mean the body's not still there and do, do bodies not uh, are we not going to respect bodies in America? I'm body positive. I'm body positive. As team well, Linus is not very body negative. That body negative team Linus wants uh, that that dollars the what we call it the anti soul dollars. Yeah, yeah. Team Linus, you now have 30 seconds to tear Team Lucy's argument uh, to shreds. We absolutely do know when life ends. It's when the heartbeat ends, just like when it begins, idiot. That's what they all. <laughs> that's what we all know. Yeah. It's all obvious. Yeah, and by the way, what are the HOV lanes for? For occupancy vehicles and efficient vehicles. What's not efficient? A hearse with a lot of AC keeping a body fresh in the back of a car. Mm. You know who you hate getting behind on the road? A funeral procession. So why are we now putting those in the lane that we have to be going down? And we don't want to put a body in the front seat because it is rude. (laughs) To whom? The family and uh, our almighty God. Okay. (laughs) Team Lucy, why is Team Linus full of shit? Okay, so you have a bus, right? And you have a a hearse bus. You have a hearse Mm -hmm. bus driver, and you have, say, 20 dead bodies on that bus. You're going to tell me that bus can't go in the HOV lane because there's only one soul aboard? Excuse me. This is America. This is... Christian, this is Christian America. America. As long as a body is intact, it can be resurrected. Exactly. Do you want these people to not be resurrected exactly. in Nevada? Princess yeah. Bride rules. It's only slightly dead. Yes, it's different than all dead. They're Five resting. Seconds. Also, I'd be cool if the body drove. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and with that, and with reminding me of Nevada Mass Graves, Team Lucy, you have won round one. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It is now one nothing. As we move on to a new favorite of ours that we call competitive anecdotes. This is the round where we take our contestants' favorite thing to talk about themselves and turn it into an intense competition. We're going to give you a little story prompt, okay, mm-hmm. uh, to inspire a personal anecdote from your life and whichever team presents us the most charming, soul-wrenching, or just funny tale will win the round. You got it? Got it. Cool. If you don't have one, that's fine. Can't win, but if you don't have one, it's no big deal. <laughs> Not mad at you. Nothing's ever happened to me. Okay. Well, uh, so this uh, this is inspired by that last segment. Today's game is going to take you on a little bit of a road trip. We want you to tell us a story about life on the open highway. Any crazy traffic mishaps? Uh, been stranded on a long trip? Been chased by some comic policemen while smuggling booze into a dry county? Like Bo and Luke? That was, that was old Duke's Hazard reference, I think. Uh, those are just some brainstorming ideas. If it involves a car, we will count it. Anyone can just dive on in. I have one, and it's a bad one to start with. It's going to set a tone, and I'm not proud of the story, but it's an anecdote. While I was traveling, I used to survey airports. That was my college um, Like for their opinions? Meaning, yes, yes, I wanted to know what they thought about uh, Al Gore. Um, (laughs) No, I would- They were against them. No, he's like, nah, do not. It's a gas guzzler. So I was driving around. I was the guy on the side of the highway with the tripod and the fluorescent vest, right? So I would be driving for like- 15 hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, I saw a sign for a drive-through B-dubs, and I was on my way back home to Cincinnati, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I'm a, you know, I'm gonna hit this this drive-through B-dubs. Come on!" No, we're talking Buffalo Wild Buffalo Wings. Wild Wings. Got some, <laughs> got some uh, pretty hot wings. Yeah, uh, ate them in the truck, and I'm oh, driving no. a pickup truck, a company oh, truck. I don't. I, I don't like where this. I, is going I eat all. the hot wings. I drink my little drink. I have just sitting in the center console. All that's left is ice. Uh, I have about 10 hours left of driving in front of me. What am I going to do on the road? I'm going to, uh, I, uh, decide it's time to, Hey, I'm, uh, cruise control is kicked into full gear. Why not have a good old fashioned masturbation session while I'm driving <laughs> the car? So don't even think twice, zip on down. Got, I'm like, I'm making myself right at home comfortable. Uh, I'm jacking off in my car while it's moving. Uh, and I forget I have wing sauce on my hands <laughs> and so i have an intense amount of like i'm jerking the wheel i'm trying to take the empty drink cup <laughs> from the center console and extinguish the pain with that uh-huh. it doesn't work luckily i'm able to pull off within about 30 seconds i get to a rest stop and run right into the men's room and um, am rinsing myself, and I don't do a great job surveying <laughs> if I'm alone. And uh, a trucker or somebody was comes out of the stall and sees what I'm doing, and all he says to me, he sees what I'm doing, and I immediately, you know, cover up and and everything. And he goes, "Man, been there." <laughs> Got you a case of a hot dick. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't want to admit that I was uh, masturbating while I was driving. It's the first and only time I've ever done that. So it wasn't a repeat time. I don't know why I was like, this is when I need to try it out. (laughs) It's really important to have milk around Uh, to put your dick in. Yeah, Yeah, bread. It was just ice cubes and it wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't good. (laughs) Well, anyone else? What, this is supposed to be a charming of, story, level right? Of heat, level of heat did you have on those wings? I, I, it would have been. I think I had like a mango habanero, All so right. like Whatever. hot, not wild or blazing okay. hot, but yeah. not suicidal, not, not nuclear. Suicidal. I was yeah. hoping to say Caribbean jerk. But yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, hey. oh, two or three. Hey, I feel like we should get a point for that, Dave. 
Well, just that's the not how this works. That's not how this works, Brittany. It was yeah, a very the good The winner show. takes the rounds. So yeah. So um, I have been living in L.A. for two years. Yeah. I am Welcome. angry driving all the time. It's yeah. just part of it. It's just part of it now. I'm very, I'm from Portland, Oregon, where people drive so slow. And uh, here I feel free. So I was enjoying that, but then the road rage was getting the better of me, right? Uh-huh. It was becoming uh, a, a fuel. I could feel it in my body, literally, like, it, it's just, it was very dangerous. Um, you know, you got these sleeper cell, angry, conservative people on the roads around here, and mm-hmm. they'll, like, follow you home. So I, I had to chill it out. So the way that I've chosen to um, handle my road rage is to pretend that all the other drivers are my grandparents. And oh. it is a way for me to visualize love in my heart for these people that I actually hate. Yeah. And uh, it makes me uh, treat them differently and treat them with care uh, as opposed to hate and fury. Not so much a story as Were you uh, masturbating during tip, this? Yep. Or? But I like it. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? I've never jerked off on the know. Okay, I, I have you, jerked off shouldn't. in a car plenty of times. I just want to say that I've team jerked Lucy, off in a Lucy, car many times. You know, in Los Angeles, it's not driving. During rush hour, you're not driving. You can do anything right. in a car. It's not driving. It's not dangerous because you're not moving for 10 minutes at a time. Plenty of time to rub a couple out. Yeah. Keep a vibrator in your car. Stop. I recommend it. Stop. I ch- charge it with the same thing as my vape battery. So, you know, it's just there. Los Angeles, you're just spending too much time on the road. Sarah and you know June what? knows how to live. Nothing, <laughs> nothing gets rid of road rage like just jerking off when you're stuck in traffic. Just bullying one out. Yeah. In, in public. Why not? Just do it. I've never done this. I, I do I do wish our teams had been uh, jacking off in a car is great. Jacking off in a car is not acceptable. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't learn this until no. we were up Although and I running. did notice that the, the Sally's are both the jacking off in the cars and the Linus are both the ones like, I don't know. Lucy's. 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 Yeah, sorry. Please, Sally please. would not. Sally. Well, Sally, Sally might have been Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to beat his story. Let's just, yeah. I'm just going to tell it anyway. Yeah. I got hit by a, I got hit by a stray that. tire. I was, there was, <laughs> there was, I was getting on, I was, I was coming on the Van Nuys off ramp onto the 101. But uh-huh. not coming there on was, the Van Nuys. I was, I was not coming. I do not jerk off in the car. Um, I don't have that cool vibrator thing. Tell me, give me a link to it later. I'll, Maybe t- we'll I'll show you. Yeah. So I, I was on the on ramp and there had been a severe accident on the freeway and a tire shot off of that accident, came bounding down the thing, and it was moving too fast for me to avoid. I tried to swerve to miss it, and it came right in and hit me. It basically T-boned my car. Wow. Jesus. That's like and, Final Destination. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I, exactly. And I didn't know what had happened. I was like, where did this tire come from? And, I started, and then like I saw lights, and I had to like get out of my car, walk up to the freeway, and then see what was happening. And then when like the cops showed up yeah. to talk to the other drivers, I had to be like, hey, there's a fifth car involved in this multi-car accident. I'm down on the ramp down there. And I remember the cop kept asking me all these questions like I was lying. And I was like, what do you think I'm? Do you think I just drove <laughs> drive around with a dent in my car and like, yeah. all right, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do? Like a, a tire shaped dent in the side of my car, Liar. and it was like, why am I getting in trouble now when I'm just wow. trying to explain? I just want to get on the insurance list. That's all I want to do. Was right someone now. Ho- held liable for it? Yeah, and the thing is, I had just gotten my car back from a T-boning oh in the exact same spot before because that was just a basic merging. Someone merged into my lane and hit me. I literally had the car back a week when that happened, but it's the most bizarre thing. Like I don't a random tire just found its way out of the darkness like ghost in the darkness just running down the street and just hitting my car it That's was the weirdest yeah wow well I'm glad you're alive me too uh, but obviously Luke was of course yeah. Yeah. That one? I didn't feel good about it can yeah, I, I have did. a shame point I feel great about it <laughs> Lucy is up 2 nothing. thank you for being here we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this quick break 
Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on, on Stop, Stop Podcasting, Podcasting Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. <laughs> Stop podcasting yourself <laughs> on MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us, arguing for the dominance of Lucy Van Pelt, Luke Knoll, and Sarah June, uh, arguing for Linus Van Pelt. Nobody's got rerun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got uh, Brie Pruitt and Riley Silverman. Our next round is called Questions from Songs. It's very simple. I'm going to ask you a series of questions from songs, and you compete to see who can supply the best answer. It's a quick fire round. So have your buzz in words at the ready. You ready? Mm-hmm. How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? Lucy. Lucy. Five. Five. Five roads. Five roads. Six and up. What is he? He's just a man. He stays a man. Um, An old man. An old man. Yeah, old man. A <laughs> uh, 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 father. Father. Very good. All right. Uh, <laughs> question two. Is there life on Mars? Linus. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 looked. There's no there's no, nothing up there. Nothing there's up no there. KFCs or Taco yeah. Bells or combination KFC mm. Taco Bells. But the moon is a part of it. The moon is a part of yeah. The yeah. moon is a part of it. As we have recently learned. Uh, question number three: Why don't we do it in the road? Uh, right, Linus, because mm-hmm. he's jacking off my head. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, question number four: Is this love? Lucy, no. Why not? You're asking. Yeah, if you have to ask. <laughs> yeah, love is me is never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is also like what? <laughs> that has not oh, been my experience no. at all. Uh, does anybody really know what time it is? Linus. Hmm? Yeah. Who? Uh, the iPhone manufacturers. Oh, they yeah, always yeah, know yeah. what time it is. They're huh? the ones who decide. Yeah, yeah they decide. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's actually more true. You know, there is a conspiracy theory that believes that like. Like three centuries of human history were just like skipped past, yep. and like they just like changed the dates to make things lined up differently. It's one of my Wait, very it's favorite conspiracy theories. Like what lineup? Which, what? There was apparently there's two versions of it, uh, but one of them is just that the Catholic Church moved us up from like 700 to a thousand, so that the new Pope <laughs> would have like this like some sort of like significance to him. So like we just have like we're actually living 300 years earlier than we should be according to the calendar. Yeah. But there's another one that's even more outlandish, which is basically this like Russian theory that like almost all of human history past a certain point didn't really happen and was written mm-hmm. by the French to like make up like to, to make the West seem more dominant yeah. and that all the artifacts and stuff you find from this era these this era were just placed there like by historians to like solidify their fear their just, like how, just like how God put dinosaur yeah. bones in yeah, the yeah, earth to us yes. yes and the thing that is really fucked up about it is that it's both true <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well I'm glad that both of these conspiracies address mm. the fact that the way that we tell time is fucking stupid yeah, yeah. Uh, how can you mend a broken heart Linus, uh, it's crying and watching Riverdale and mm. eating and uh, time. Okay, <laughs> which doesn't exist. Which, yep. sure, for sure, the sure. record, which means you the can't concept, mend a the heart. concept of time. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you'll get over it in 720 BC, but not <laughs> 719, baby. Interesting. Are we human or are we dancer? Lucy, uh, Lucy. Oh. Lucy's. I'm dancer. Dancer. We are obviously dancer. Obviously dancer. <laughs> we are dancer. I'm Not inhuman dancer. dancer. Uh, Linus, not mutually exclusive. True. Yeah. True. But Lucy gets the point. Uh, where have all the cowboys gone? Lucy, Colorado. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just legalized mushrooms there. First of the year. <laughs> yes, they did. So first of the All year. All the space cowboys went right there. They took their horses. You know what cowboys are famous for? Loving mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. They, or yeah, peyote, Riding a horse, doing that mushrooms. Are you going to go? Are you going to do some I mean, I'm a mushroom cowboy, tourism? So. Sure. You got to. Yeah, if, if, if you go. Settle up, bitch. And you take mushrooms. Wash your hands when you're done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just letting you know. Wash your hands. Because you, you don't want to get mushrooms in your dick tip. <laughs> get your dick high. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, really Which question. one's the hood? <laughs> question number nine. Why can't I be you? Linus, because you have a unique thing you have to do on this planet. You can't be me. I'm doing <laughs> a thing. Thank and you. it's my own lane. And you got to stay in yours. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Question number 10. Why you come around me with an ass like that? Lucy, can't help it. <laughs> What do you want me to do about Can't it? Can't help but not sorry. Not, yeah. not sorry. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Okay. Point to you, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> uh, question number 11. Let's actually go to the clip. Let's let, let's let Peggy mm-hmm. ask this question. Is that all there is? Is that all there is? So, what do you, is that all there is? Linus. Yeah. Yeah, I went around. That's it. Okay, that is it. Okay, great. Perfect. Perfect. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I do love Peggy Lee. Yeah. Uh, let's recap those scores at the end of that round. Linus takes it. We got a game. Oh, on the board. On the board. On uh, the board. Lucy is still up. Two to one. As we go into a game we call Sounds Like a Winner. This is literally the purest competition that we have. It is nothing but chance and the fates and me, your host, Dave Holmes, determining whether you win or lose. In front of you here are 10 imaginary boxes. Those of us who are stoned right now <laughs> will be able to see them more easily than the rest. They're beautiful. Uh, aren't they gorgeous? <laughs> uh, they're labeled one to 10. In those boxes are songs, songs of victory or songs of loss. One team will open a box. We will hear what is in it. Then the other team will open another box. Whichever song is more victorious will win. Sometimes that'll be obvious. Sometimes I will have to make some judgment calls. We will see how this goes. Uh, team Linus, because you are a little bit behind and you've got mad momentum from the last round, uh, I'm going to have you choose first. Two. Two. Go. Box number two. Uh, Lucy, what you got? Number four. Four. Number four. A fine choice. All right. Let's listen to box number two. Uh, We are the champions. We are the champions. Doesn't get much more victorious than that. Let's hear box number four. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. They're not all queen. That is a song of loss. Nine of them. Linus, you've taken it. Yes. Uh, Okay, let's uh, do it again. Uh, Lucy, you go first this time. Seven. Seven. Linus? Three. Three. Okay, let's hear box number seven. (laughs) Sweet, sweet victory. (laughs) I've never heard this song in my life. Nearby. What is it from? Like it's over great. the top or something? No, it's from SpongeBob. Oh, <laughs> is it actually? SpongeBob. Really? Yeah. And they when? they they uh um try had this huge thing online to try to lobby to get that song played at the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and there was a moment where they it cut to SpongeBob for one second this year at the Super yeah. Bowl where they began to play this wow. sweet, sweet victory song. Wow. wow. Yeah. These nerds are really getting into it. I am <laughs> telling you. I thought I had left the nerds behind when I left San Diego. Wrong. I was oh, wrong. Sure. They're at the Super Bowl now. Uh, number three. Let's hear it. Uh, Loser. Yeah. Arguably a superior song. 
I disagree. You gotta watch that episode. Okay, right, it's fucking okay, dope. Okay. It's like you just made the case that it's a loser song. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Team Linus, choose a box. Okay, so we've done we've done what four, two, and three, th- four, and seven. Okay, I'm gonna go six. Six. Let's do it. Go yeah. number six, Team Lucy. Team Lucy's gonna go number one. Number one. Okay, let's hear a loser song. Just watch. Let's hear number CX. Simple. Yes. What happens if we both get yeah. a good one? I Dana don't know. Song. I guess we'll find out. Oh, Let's hear number one. I get no oh, but I get up again. But <laughs> again, arguably again. superior song, but slightly superior song. But there's uh, there's alcohol abuse all through totally. it. Yes. This no. person He's is behaving like someone who has lost. The round goes to Linus. Because Tina Turner will always win. Yeah. Simply the best. Simply the best. This is our second week in a row with a Tina Turner song in it. Is that true? Second show in a row. We had wow. Thunderdome last time. Oh, yeah. I guess we did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, Team Lucy, choose a box, please. Uh, Ten. Ten. Very good. Team Linus. Is five going already? Five is not going. We'll take five. Five. Let's hear box number ten. Christian. Come on. Yeah. That's not good. Oh, sorry. From the cardigans. Uh, all right, box number five. All I do is win, win, oh, damn it. <laughs> Little dancing. Let's keep this going. God, Let's keep it going. Keep it going. Our hands are up. And they stay down. And they stay down. I don't know. The uh, hands are down. Maybe that's a losing song. No, they, stay, they, they go up and they stay there. Oh, they say there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been mis- I mis- misinterpreting. I've been doing Have the wrong been thing saying, with my hands. And then they stay down? Yeah, I put my hands down. And they stay down. They stay down. No. Stay down. no. Don't put your hands up. They know it. Make them stay down. Simon didn't ever, say. Ever. Simon didn't say. <laughs> yeah, you really got to listen closely to these songs. Uh, yeah. We've been pretty good about having a loser one and a winner one. That's pretty, that yeah. has yeah. to be pretty uh, crazy. It's almost like it was half and half. It's well, that much exactly I figured, but that we didn't have two loser choices in yeah. the same. Yeah. The nice thing is that John Luke wrote this round, so I actually don't so know you any actually of don't know? Yeah. How perfect. Uh, right now, we are tied. This will break <laughs> that tie. Uh, Team Linus, choose a back. Nine. Nine. All right, yeah. Go for it. That leaves number eight for Team Lucy. We'll take Let's it. Hear. We choose number eight. Let's okay. hear. Choose number eight. <laughs> game of Wholeheartedly. Fate. That's all you have. Let's hear number nine. Oh, oh god damn, damn it. it. All right, let's hear whichever they SpongeBob again. SpongeBob again. Well. SpongeBob again. Want to lose. Oh my oh. god. These are both losers oh. Yeah, cuz we had two winners back to back earlier. That makes sense. Um was there which ones were both? Cuz it was Tub Thumping and uh the oh, other best. Yeah. I thought Tub Thumping was it. We get I thought down. I thought another one like the dust was a victory true. song because no. it's about winning and the other no, person it's about biting, biting the dust. The dust. <laughs> <laughs> like a dead corpse yeah. in a hearse in a trophy <laughs> lane. Um okay, who chose Oh god damn it. Linus. Team Linus or Team Lucy? Yeah. Great. Uh, that is the more victorious of the two loser yeah, songs so because it feels good to say, "Oh God damn it!" Yeah, doesn't yeah, it? It does. Still my it's favorite. It's in the Bible, so yeah. yeah. God <laughs> damn it is how I like to say yeah. it. Uh, Team Linus took that round. Woo. We Hell have lead. ourselves a tie. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back.
Have you ever watched a movie so bad you just needed to talk to somebody about it? Well, here at the Flophouse, we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. We'll watch it and we'll talk it. We do the hard work. Featuring the beautiful vocal talents of Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And me, America's Rascal, Elliot Kalin. New episodes every other Saturday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're back. This is Troubled Waters. I'm Dave Holmes. With us, making the point that Lucy is not garbage, Luke Knoll and Sarah June, uh, making the uh, much easier case that Linus um, should be the president of the United States. Uh, we got Bree Pruitt and Riley Silverman. So here's the deal. It is time for our final round, and it's one that we are calling The Franchised and The Furious. We are going to give our teams the name of a movie. They will have two minutes to tell us what happens in the sequel that they are creating for it on the spot. It can be a completely absurd abstraction from the original. It can recast lead actors. It can pretend the audience won't notice that they've recast lead actors. It doesn't even have to be the next sequel in the series. I'll be awarding points for creativity, commitment, clarity... And, frankly, just how elaborately you managed to tie it back to its original film using even the thinnest of threads. Uh, Okay, Team Lucy, I'm going to have you go first. And I am going to assign you a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You have two minutes. Let's go. Um, so Ferris Bueller wakes up in jail um, after having uh, st- he stole the car again and crashed it. So between Ferris Bueller one and two, so Ferris Bueller one ends right, and yeah. it's all like fine. But then he does it again, and okay. then um, he crashes. But the car. it's not cute or or charming. Exactly. All the stuff he's doing in this one, it's like you live a very problematic life. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're a borderline sociopath. You lie to your parents, your family, your school, your, <laughs> your job, girlfriend. your girlfriend, your best friend. Uh-huh. You abuse pretty much every relationship in your life. You are not a good guy. Yeah. Um, Charlie. Sheen, however, is a good guy in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Um, and so Ferris Bueller is is doing his roundabout joyride like again, right? And it's established that he's done this like multiple times since the yeah. last movie. And now he's having it's actually Ferris Bueller's last day out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he goes out and he like just really fucks shit up, you know, yes. tears it up. He robs a Burger King. Um, he <laughs> lies to his girlfriend some he more. He puts his face up against the Sears Tower window, just hoping that it'll fucking give out and that he can just finally end it all. <laughs> yeah, he whips his dick out on the street, mm-hmm. like just just a dips total, it in hot wing sauce. Dips it in hot wing sauce, runs down the street, shaking it at everybody. He goes to the um, the Bean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he the defaces bean. the Bean. He defaces the Bean or Cloud Gate, depending if you're from Chicago. Uh-huh. Oh, everyone calls it the Bean. Yeah, um, but he defaces it either way, and and then yes. public urination. He then spends the afternoon in a moment of clarity watching the movie film. Louise, which just came out, and then he realizes that the only solution is to drive his car to Starved Rock, which is about two hours south of Chicago, and yep. it's the only mo- point of elevation, and ride that motherfucker right off the edge. Wow. Yeah. So he eats a bunch of he eats a bunch of hot dogs, and then he goes and he does that, and uh, and he's alone, unlike Thelma and Louise, and so it's really tragic. And then the movie ends with um, his funeral, where uh, he's cremated, and you know his ex girlfriend is there, and his ex best friend is there, and his father, and. Um, they all uh, just, it's like the end of the breakfast club, right. you know, when they come out together and then they go. They they, ah. they flip open the casket and uh-huh. he's he's wearing really cool sunglasses and then the day bow bow. And then he opens his eyes. And that was terrific. You're t- you really hit it almost exactly at two minutes. Uh, what is this film called? Ferris Bueller's Last Day Out. Ferris Bueller's Last Day Out. I am into it. It's a shame that not even Ferris. 
could save Ferris. (laughs) Save yourself, Ferris. Wow. Wow. Something to think about there. Yeah. Uh, I'd watch that, though. I would, too. I would, too. Gritty. Yeah. We're moving towards gritty with our reboots and sequels, (laughs) Mm -hmm. aren't we? It's a gritty world. Uh, Okay. Uh, Team Linus, I'm giving you two minutes to pitch me a sequel to the film, Thelma and Louise. Your time starts now. Okay, well, first of all, Thelma and Louise are dead because they jumped off that cliff. So we have to have future descendants of Thelma and Louise, right? So we have Thelma and Louise's daughters. And they are- Shirley and Roxette. Yes, Shirley Uh and Roxette. Yes. And they are like, we have got to live up to our mom's legacy. We are going to complete this journey across the country that they never did because we're going to stick it to the man. Uh, luckily, they're lesbians, and they of don't course. have any men in like <laughs> yeah. issues. You know, if if the man comes and talks to them at a diner, like they're having burgers at a truck stop, and some guys like, "Hey, you little," and they're just like, "Stop, no, yeah. go turn we're around." Not, we're not go for away. you. Yeah, Th- yeah. They throw a hand up. They're just like, "Turn around, go away," and that keeps happening over and over again. Where you think like, "Oh no, is this the action that happens in the movie?" But they're like, "No." It's really it kind of teaches a younger viewer. How to be? Yeah. How to be a healthy, safe person on a road trip? Yeah, but that's actually there is a lot of chase scenes because yeah. it's the dudes that are like hurt, like they're like butt hurt that they got like rejected yeah. by them, and so they're actually like chasing them down, right? And they're like, "Well, not all men," and they're like doing that kind of stuff. Why won't you debate me? And they're like, "No, we're gonna keep going away from you." <laughs> yeah, wow. Shirley and Roxette actually, in addition to being lesbians, they have learned, you know, because of their parents' tragic end, they decided to um, have a lot of self defense skills and and guns. Yeah. So they have a lot of uh, defenses against yeah. uh, would be thieves, and they actually themselves are just going to go rob they're like going to break into places and steal stuff they're going to go yeah, yeah they, they do crime thief. they do crime they, yeah. they, they be gay they do crimes <laughs> and uh, the places that they rob are like high end like menswear stores because right. that's just like really on brand for them and uh, uh, <laughs> at the end of the movie it's a big police chase it's a, kind of a similar scenario their crimes have caught up with them um, but instead of um, driving off the cliff they um, hire very uh, expensive attorneys with all of their inheritance and ill-gotten goods and yeah. they get off yeah because they're white uh-huh. <laughs> okay what's it called so be gay do crimes it's down on the ways to be gay do crimes <laughs> wow yeah. both movies I would absolutely see on TV Let's be honest. I bought yeah, on a plane. I rent it. Seventeen dollars for a sequel. Hell yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I'm, listen, the the enduring image of a hot sauce dick <laughs> is Team Lucy. A slight edge. That means you guys take it. Wow, Woo! great job, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Gritty. 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 Ours also gritty. gritty. And also way. gritty. Yeah. Congratulations. Gritty but and more fun. Ours was more yeah. like wish fulfillment. That's a really, sure. yeah. that's a revenge yeah. fantasy. Yours fun, is a fun, good fun. movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yours is a good movie and ours is really real. Yeah. yeah. So. You're like, why'd they cast Jaden Smith as the <laughs> Before we finish, do you have anything you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something someone else made that you want the world to know about. We'll start with you, Bree. Um, I will plug um, Hi- High Priestess, which is, sure. is a, then I have this, this, this femme show, High Priestess. I also have a weekly show that's a bro show called Faded, and that's in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, And then uh, I would like to plug uh, my co-host Faded's album, uh, Sean Jordan. It's called The Buck Stops Here, and he's a really funny guy. Ah. Wait, so you do Faded also with, like, Zach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that dude. Yeah, it's a weekly uh, bro show in uh, Los Feliz. Love it. Love bros and shows. Good bros. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Woke Boys. Cool. 
Sarah? Um, I would like to plug uh, Means TV. I am a director for them. It is a worker-owned entertainment cooperative. We're starting a streaming service and making shows, and um, we don't have any money uh, from the Koch brothers. So uh, right. you can just, you know, feel go to sleep at night knowing that I'm making cartoons that, you know, are viewer-funded and not making a lot of money for. But um, that's going to come out in 2020. You can follow uh, them on at means underscore TV, Instagram, Twitter. You can become a subscriber uh-huh. and you can Venmo me at Hey Sarah June. Those are my plugs. Okay. Um, I will recommend, uh, oh shit. I wish you were still doing your show, Brie, and I would recommend it. Okay. Oh, you know what I will recommend? Um, Please. if you're in Los Angeles and you have the chance to go see, uh, the show Nate at the Lyric Hyperion on August 9th, you should go. It's a great show. It's a fucking clown show. Uh, Natalie Palomides is an uh-huh. amazing actor who has written a, a crazy show where she plays a man clown, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's really something. Uh, you made producer Christian's hand <laughs> go up in the air and stay there. <laughs> I saw Briefly. it before. I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Okay. Riley. I, I This is actually perfect timing. I am on a uh, all-women live-action uh live streaming role-playing game called Rat Queens inspired by the comic book which is really popular and awesome but we kind of like have taken it made it our own thing we're on the channel Hyper RPG on Twitch uh-huh. and actually if you are listening to this on August 1st when this episode drops we are doing a live show at Gen Con on August 1st on oh, Thursday nice. night at 10pm Eastern Time uh-huh. so you can watch it on the official Gen Con Twitch channel because we're doing it for part of the festival if you're watching it later it will be on our Hyper RPG's YouTube you can check it out it's a really really fun show uh, several of the members of the show are actually part of the LA-based uh, women's improv team called Ripley, who are uh-huh. amazing. So funny. Yeah, so it's a it's a really really awesome show, and we love doing it. And so we definitely would love your support on it. If you are behind on it, it's fine. There are there are podcast versions, there are YouTube clips of it. It's really cool. It's on Hyper RPG. It's called Rat Queens. And while we're on the YouTube topic, I will plug uh, my good friends at the Double Clicks. They are oh. a really fun uh, comedy kind of folk rock sibling duo, uh-huh. and they just put out. First of all, uh, Laser Weber of the team just wrote a book that. It's about how to raise money for Kickstarter for musicians, which is you check that out. But also, the Double Clicks as a as a as a duo just made an hour long mega cut of their music on YouTube, specifically edited to be child friendly because they have lots of kids who love their music, Aww. who love coming and seeing them perform live, but uh-huh. can't go watch their stuff online. So if you are a parent who loves Double Clicks and you want to put some fun, quirky, alternative comedy that's good for your kids to watch instead of all the other garbage on YouTube, uh-huh. go check out the Double Clicks hour long kids friendly love special they just did. Thank oh you. Goodness. Luke. Nothing for me. Nothing. <laughs> um, I'm full. <laughs> I don't know. When did, When does this come out? A couple August weeks. 1st. August 1st. All right. Well, then that's what I was I was going to plug something that's happening August 1st. So I would say I'm not going to plug that anymore. Oh. Which is, I was gonna. I have an album release show. Uh, mm. Even though it's out, yeah. going to be at UCB Franklin doing doing some tunes. Mostly uh, new. Mostly some new stuff. Ooh. A new, a new, um, a new Some old, hour. some new. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Doing an hour. But... Otherwise, yep, just got the old album, Guitar Comic by good old-fashioned Luke Knoll. Love it. Uh, and then as far as plugging other stuff, just call someone you love and let them know you love them. Oh. Would you? I love that. What a Linus answer. I just call <laughs> I like it. You know. I like it. Say, I like it. I love you. Yeah. Bree Pruitt. Sorry, June. Riley Silverman. Luke Knoll. Thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the AirPods, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing we're Bree Pruitt. Yes, hi. Yes, Sarah June. Hi. Riley Silverman. Hi. And Luke No. Hello. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and hi. John Luke Roberts. Hi. And our producers are Christian Duenas. 
and Laura Swisher. And we all love you. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.